The Smiling Man by Blue Tidal, April 2012. About five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the US. I've always been a night person, so I would often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite. But all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between one and two in the morning. And I was walking near a police patrol park quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed him. At the far end of my street, at the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man, dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, the more I realised how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky, wearing an old suit. He danced closer still, until I could make out his face. His eyes were wide and wild, head tilted back slightly, looking off to the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. Before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off him across the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street, perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again, but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about half a block between us, I turned away for him. I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he had been standing to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and now, slightly crouched down, I couldn't tell for sure the distance and the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than 10 seconds, so it was clear he had moved fast. 
I was so shocked that I stood there for some time, staring at him. And then he started moving forward to me again. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps, as if he was a cartoon character sneaking up on someone. Except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say, at this point, I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray, or my cell phone, or anything at all. But I didn't. I just stood there, completely frozen, as the smiling man crept towards me. And then he stopped again, about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to mind. What I was meant to ask was, what the fuck do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. What came out was a whimper. What the f- Regardless whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then, what felt like forever. He turned away again, very slowly, and started dance walking away, just like that. Not wanting to turn my back to him again, I just watched him go, until he was far enough away to be almost out of sight. And then I realised something. He wasn't moving away anymore, nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time, he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off to the side of the road. I ran back into a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. But the rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid smile. But he was never there. I lived in that city for six months after that night, and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. So, I remember reading this creepypasta. So it's 11, 11 years old? I remember reading this when I was a teenager and I this was before because there's a short film and this was before the short film came out um the short film's okay it's not quite as good as the story but I at the time when I read this I was able to perfectly visualize this in my head and it stuck with me as one of my favorite creepypastas for a very long time after that there was something about it that just got under my skin. I think as a woman walking around at night, you have this kind of inbuilt defense system always up that there seems to always be very bizarre men following around women at night. So this one particularly stuck out to me when I was a teenager. I remember this one more than I do any other creepypasta and I don't know why it stuck out to me, but being able to perfectly visualise this man's face just constantly pointing at the sky as he was moving. I imagined it a lot different to how the short film went. Um, not that I dislike the short film. Check that out if you haven't seen it. It's pretty good. 
but it didn't quite line up with how bizarre I had imagined it. Um, <clears throat> I think obviously the lighting was pretty good, right? As as it would be, street lamps and things at night. But there was just something unnerving about this character that always stuck with me for years because I have seen very strange people walking around at night. But yes, so this episode of the podcast is a little different. Jordan is not with me this week, so we decided that I would do a reading of a creepypasta of my choosing. Um, We went through a couple together, but I couldn't find anything that stuck out to me. So I thought, how about I read one that um, kind of stuck on my mind all through the years that I have, that I'd read when I was younger. Reading it back again, it's um, it's probably not aged the best. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? If this is the first time you've heard of it, is it? <laughs> do you find it particularly creepy? Do you think it's good? It. I don't think it's aged as well as I'd remembered. But I remember at the time, it really, really got me, this one. Um, there was something very simple about it. Um, super unnerving. And as you guys know, I really like simple horror. <laughs> I'm a simple person. Um, because it's it's... It's weirdly human, but very uncanny valley at the same time. Um, it's it's simple and effective. Um, it's not got a huge backlog of detail going through it, and I just really enjoyed it. So yes, thank you very much for listening. Um, I like to do more of these. If you liked this one, please let me know what creepypastas you would like a reading from me of. And yeah, I would absolutely love to. I have a lot of fun with these. So yes, if you liked this, then please watch my video formats of them too. And to keep up to date with me, join the Discord. On Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I stream on Twitch, 9pm UK time. I play some spooky games and things like that. So be sure to join in on those. Those are lots of fun. And thank you very much for listening to this. I hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye, everyone. Sweet dreams.